Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm opinionated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Magic Man. Paulie Malinaji, Peter Carr, it's Brooklyn to the World, episode number P. What are we up to over here? 29. Episode 29, we're almost a big 3-0, kid. We're like podcast veterans. Well, I remember I was pretty nervous when I hit the big 3-0, so I, but, but I'm kind of excited about the podcast hitting the big yeah, 3-0 this next week. this is a positive 3-0. Yeah, this is a not positive like, 3 Not like when you become 30. And you know what else, old. like a... Like a a, a new thing for this week's podcast. I'm looking outside. It's nighttime in New it's York. It's fucking. Already. It's like Friday night. We gotta turn it's, this it's fucking shit up. Right it's now. literally nighttime, bro. We used to leave the podcast and it was daytime. Now all of a sudden, daylight savings time. Well, which I found out when I was in Tokyo, they don't do that over there. Well, they don't. They don't take part in to- daylight savings all, in Tokyo. So I, when I went to Tokyo, I was 13 hours ahead of New York. By the time I left, I was 14 hours ahead of New York. Boom. As if that wasn't already confusing enough as it was. It was good though Because I'd wake up in the morning And I'd be talking to you And you'd be yeah. like On your like Whacked. Six libation You know Yeah thank you And like you were just chilling And I was like In my midday Normal you know So it was pretty cool <clears throat> like, You know it was good Well that's also due to the fact That the scheduling here At CBS we, we, uh, I guess it goes by talent What do you mean um, We had the The 5 o'clock Friday we did Last, get tossed from the favorite yeah. Perez Hilton, right? Um, well, well, that's... that right, Seth? I no. remember we had to change <laughs> our shift because of Perez Hilton. <laughs> oh, that's... Unforgettable. Uh, unforgivable. Oh unforgivable. God. I don't know what's worse. Paris Wait Hilton or Perez Hilton to get, to get, like... Any Hilton. To get... Side, bo- to get but the Hilton was a side And then remember, and then remember yeah. they were interrupting our podcast on the satellite yeah, from the L.A.? Fucking, that was funny. That was a fucking moron. <laughs> that was funny. That fucking pissed me off. <laughs> Call into my fucking show while I'm talking. Uh, we get, well, we got a new studio you know now. What? We got a new hookup. I was angry. Yeah. Oh, you guys, you know, you guys, um, today you got I'm, going on. I'm extremely angry. Now. First off, first off. Are you going to take it all out on me? Before, you? You're all yeah, but a lot of venting to do. Go ahead. What, we what's do. the problem well, today? For, before, hey, I'm here with you guys. Sweet. Yeah, no, you're with us. Seth. Yeah. Stop. Bro, I, can I vent about the entrance to this building tonight? Yes. What was with the security downstairs? They almost didn't let us in the building. They sent, they, we went to our original desk, and our homegirl, who's usually there, wasn't there. So the guy downstairs, instead of knowing that we're here every week, because he knows us, he we're here every week, he actually teases Pete about his biz. He's like, no, no, you have to go around. What go about around. Her, what about her? Bro, you, you know us. Let us upstairs. We go around, then we see our homegirl. So she's like, no, no, come back around. I'll take oh, you guys Jesus in. Jesus Christ. Then the computer wasn't, like, working really fast. So usually I would get mad, but... Homegirl Jessica downstairs, she's kind of cute, so I will. You know what? Yeah, kinda she's egg. pretty. They, they, yeah, they, yeah. Get, they get away with anything, right? Yeah, they cute? get away with more yeah. when they're pretty. Yeah. I got Paulie flirts with so, her every time. So, yeah. So I might take her to the tourist street, being that it's down the block next week. I don't know. <laughs> so, so anyway, so, so uh, I'm like, you know, being patient about it and whatever. The guy who told us to go around, he goes, See, I told you go around the other way before, you'll be upstairs already. Buddy, who's asking for your opinion? Yeah. You see us every week. <laughs> you could have just, just let us in. Why don't you just let us in? You know who we are at this point. Just shut up, Jose. Nobody asked you. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to apologize on behalf of CBS <laughs> Play.it for uh, any uh, inconvenience you guys might have uh, thanks, experienced. Uh, thanks, Seth. Yes. I appreciate it. Yeah, we, we accept not, your apology, Seth. We're not Seth. blaming you. We accept. We don't know if we accept CBS's apology. Big shout out to Jessica, though. She hooked it up down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she did. She did, did, did come through. She and I thing. told him. I'm like, see, you underestimated our homegirl, buddy. Don't underestimate the team. Fact. <laughs> 
Um, also, I, I well, want to before before I lose now that we are actually in our building. You know, usually like our floor is messed up. Now no, we can't get into the no. building. Now this we're good. We, well, hopefully things are smooth from now on. Hopefully it's cool runnings like that Jamaican uh, bobsled move. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's cool running at this point. John Candy, R.I.P. That was yeah. a classic. Don't ever make fun of cool runnings. That's a classic. That's another. That's classic a great movie. Movie everybody should watch. All right, go ahead, P. You, you, you look like you're, you're like P. Ready to go. He's in rare form. You're ready to go. So go, go, go. I don't want to interrupt you. Go. Before we get to where I lose my fucking mind, oh, let's oh. let's start off on a good note. This is the family uh, version. We gave a shout out to Jessica in the lobby. Let's give a shout out to our boy Gerald, Gerald Bunsen. What's his Twitter? Uh, oh, neck, Gerald Neck Punch. Yeah. Neck Punch. It was his birthday. Happy birthday, bro. Um, you know what's birthday was? Wednesday. Many Jersey Shores. Day before. Vinny, yeah, Tuesday. yeah, yeah. My boy Vinny G. From Jersey, of Jersey Draw fame, happy birthday to Big Vinny G. Yeah, we got. And of course, a shout out to Doctor Tony Perkins, just because Tony took him out uh, for dinner and they invited me. But uh, unfortunately, due to weight making circumstances or weight losing circumstances, yeah, we're uh, still dieting. I feel like I've been dieting <laughs> and training here like for a while, waiting for this date, and uh, hopefully, I'll, I'll have something before the holidays. Are you ever gonna fight? Yeah. I got young. Right Hopefully, <laughs> excuse us. <laughs> He's trying to just do I a mean, show. I'm, I'm eating my asparagus. I'll be honest though. The power of social media. Go ahead. I got some fans hitting me up saying, asking if I'm on the the London show twelve twelve. That's pretty cool. That my fans are letting me know that I, what I might know instead of my own team. That's cool. But if I wind up on that show, big shout out to my Twitter fans. You know, I'm favoring a couple of the comments, but it's. Usually, when the rumors are uh, spreading like this, it usually uh, winds up being more true than not. So maybe, as of right I, now, it's speculation. As of right now, it's speculation. But that would be fun card to be on. Would be a fun card to be on. Anthony Joshua versus uh, that guy White, Dylan White, I think his name is. He's undefeated right. and he has a win over Joshua in the amateurs. That's the main event. But Kevin Mitchell is on the card. Kevin, shout out to Kevin Mitchell, bro. He gets more bomb than you, bro. So if we on that card, <laughs> if we do wind up on that card, we got a party with Kevin Mitchell after a fight for sure. What language does he speak, Kevin Mitchell? He speaks like British not, English, I think, but it's like his own version. Right. You haven't even seen him when he's whacked, bro. Kevin gets whacked. Him Yo, and Peter get after a drinking Big contest. Big shout out to Kevin. I fucking love Kevin. He's the man. The man. And he's, he's always in exciting fights. Yeah, he's a always tough kid. Always in exciting kid. fights. He knows how to fight. Always rooting for him. But uh, for sure, Kev, we want to hang out with you after the fight. If uh, if uh, if we wind up on that card, we got a party afterwards together. One of our fans wants to, if we were on that card, because if. Yeah, if. Go ahead. Uh, wants to take us to an Arsenal game. I'm down. I'm always down to watch uh, any European level football matches. And plus, London has like 25 teams anyway, so <laughs> there's, there's a lot to choose from. Pick one. Um, yeah, so let's let's get into this now because it's a Friday night kind of podcast right now, and I'm just got paid. Yeah, I didn't get paid actually. I, I need to get paid. I need a fucking raise. That's what I need. Go All right, go ask for it now. But, you're, um, really, you're really on a roll today, bro. What's wrong? What's wrong? This is this is actually uh, this is going to be a double whammy. Ooh. All right, because we're gonna we're gonna talk about our main sponsor, our loyal sponsor since day one, DraftKings. Right? Oh, yeah, I love DraftKings. Um, you sign up. Everybody knows now. The, the the promo code is Paul EM. Um, you guys, if you're not on DraftKings, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Um, <laughs> Unless you live in New York. Yeah. Oh, unless <laughs> <Pretty> unfortunately, <soon. laughs> you're not gonna be able to have DraftKings. Unless in New York. unfortunately, you live in fucking New York, where you have 
a fucking scumbag. Oh, oh. Shut your mouth. I'm talking. You relax. <laughs> Unless you have, you know, you live in New York and you have a scumbag for attorney general. He's just looking at the welfare. And well you being. shut the fuck up too. <laughs> this guy. You know what, bro? Eric, I'm not even gonna interrupt you anymore. Eric T. Schneiderman. First of all, he sounds like a fucking geek who doesn't partake in any fucking fantasy of any sort, sexually or sports-wise. This fucking <laughs> scumbag. He's saying that New Yorkers are not allowed to partake in DraftKings. For what fucking reason? I'm 33 years old. Okay, I've made a lot of bad decisions in my life. Some, we'll some even on DraftKings, right? <laughs> Listen, it is what it is. But I'm an adult. I should be allowed to decide if I want to play DraftKings. Right or wrong? Right. Right. You can go walk in OTB and bet horses. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could. I could drink. I could drink myself into a fucking coma. And get in a car and drive. And, and get in a car and drive. and That's illegal, but I can do it. I could play lotto. I could smoke cigarettes. I could defend this fucking country and go to war if I want. But I can't put together a fucking fantasy team? <laughs> Eric, you fucking scumbag. Low life. Jerk off. I, I heard he doesn't even live in New York. What? Like he's not even a New Yorker. And you're making decisions on behalf of other New Yorkers. And you know what? There was a fucking rally. Yeah, yeah they were. There was a rally People today. Rallied this morning. Outside. Yeah, and you know what? Email this fucking you didn't, jerk. You didn't go? I wasn't I'm at surprised. work. Today. I wasn't I, I I was gonna go and then I I, I overslept because I was fucking <laughs> hammered last night. And, and, um, shocking. Yeah. What I a actually, shocker. I actually bet the Jets, which I it reminds me why I never bet a the Jets because they, they suck. suck. They suck. How do you bet against the fucking, Jets? They're horrible. But Eric T. Schneiderman, you are like usually people I notice on like shows have like dick of the day or whatever clown of the week. You're the dick of the century. <laughs> you actually, <clears throat> what are you like the fucking fun police? Like, I don't understand. You know what it's really about. It's about that they, they can't fucking money. tax it. The money. Yeah. It's I mean, always the I money. Mean, I was drafting is not allowed, but the lottery's allowed. Oh, because they, well, because they, because they use that they money tax. for education. They, 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 yeah. they tax on it. And they use that money for education. Yeah, right. yeah I know, Joe. <laughs> Fuck out of here, education. <laughs> yeah. They use that money to repair the roads of the city. <laughs> what roads of the city? They all got potholes. All the roads that fucking <laughs> suck. They use the money to replace the money that they fucked up the first in the first place. Yeah, That's exactly. What they use it for. They use it to to try to get out of a, a national debt. Eric T. Schneiderman, I really hope you're a jerk off. I really hope you slip in the shower. I really hope in that slip you shatter your elbow in like three places and possibly crack your fucking head open. Wow, <laughs> you're a clown, um, and you're a miserable fuck. Thank you, and. Please go on to DraftKings and uh, type in promo code Paulie yeah. M. Yeah, you are like, well, yeah, including you, Schneider Jerkoff. Yeah, why don't you try it, you fucking dickhead? If, you ha if you're not in New York, well, you still can use it. I don't think they turned it off yet. Right. But uh, you can um, use promo code Paulie M, play for free with your first deposit in Sunday's million dollar fantasy football contest. First place takes home 100 grand. Enter Paulie M for free entry now, only at DraftKings.com. 
Fucking DraftKings.com. Word. DraftKings.com. You know what I think it is, though, too? I think these guys get bored. Like, these attorney generals, uh, district attorneys, um, they have to build cases against something. You know what I'm saying? Like, they always, like, I feel like they always just sit in their board in their offices instead of trying to solve real crimes. And they go, and they just go to, like, you know what? Whose balls can we break today? You know, like, who, what can we figure out that we, we can break nice, uh, a good amount of balls and, like, really. Oh, I know. Go ahead. Vincent Asaro. He's 80 years old. He tell supposedly. Us, tell us about Vincent Asaro. <laughs> he supposedly. He supposedly, and I use the word supposedly because. Allegedly. Allegedly. There's no, there's no facts behind it. He allegedly was part of the, based on the movie Goodfellas, the Lufthansa heist. Lufthansa, yeah. Yeah. He was allegedly part of that heist or was somewhere affiliated. Well, wasn't that like 40 years ago? Yeah, it was like 19 fucking 1978, 78, 77, around there. Yeah. 40 years ago when the guy was 40. He's fucking 80. You know what? Let's, let's prosecute this guy and let's try to send him to jail for the rest of his life, which I don't know how much left he has. Maybe five, but ten years? Yeah, it could be fucking <laughs> two months. Who knows? The fucking guy's 80. Um... Let's yeah. Let's build a case. Let's spend. I don't know how much do these people make. A hundred, hundred fifty thousand a year. Two hundred thousand. But to build a case, they have to spend money in general. Right. They have, time, go, they have to take time. time. They have to uh, uh, use taxpayer money. Yeah. That's time and not spending on real cases. On real cases. Right. Tax, taxpayer money. Federal taxpayer money. The, the same federal tax that that fucking Obama keeps raising every year. Like do you know what the general? But, do you know what the most? Uh, what would I say? The general f- striking force behind the case was what? His cousin ratted him out because he felt he didn't get enough of the share. Wow. Do you wow. imagine this? He, he held that grudge for 40 years. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so now, all right, so your cousin's mad that maybe he made 100K instead of 200K. Uh, so let's rat out my cousin and let's try to send him to prison. That's allegedly what the district attorney is saying (laughs) is the reason. Because the district attorney could have pulled the cousin aside and said, listen, we have this, which is not out of the question. We have this uh, for you and we have this reward for you and whatnot. Just say that you're the reason you're writing because you're going to have to come up with a legit reason why you're writing out your cousin. So just say it's because of this reason. You don't even know if that's really the reason. You know what I'm saying? Like That's the problem with district attorneys and attorney generals. Granted, there are some good ones, and obviously we need to eliminate crime from the streets, so you do need district attorneys. But the problem with some, a lot of these district attorneys is, and attorney generals is, they're more criminal than the criminals. They make shit up. They go after people for no reason. They go after people like this guy, 40 years. Bro, you can't go find a child molester somewhere in the street. You can't go find somebody who's legitimately doing crime. You got to go find the guy that, that, that supposedly was involved with the Lufthansa heist 40 years ago. 40 years ago, bro? I wasn't even alive 40 years ago. That's a fact. I don't even give a shit about the Lufthansa heist. Most people, unless they watch the movie Goodfellas, don't even know what the Lufthansa heist is. Fact. And this guy, these guys are wasting our taxpayer money, their time and our time. This is what we pay these people for? This yeah. is what I'm paying my yeah. taxes for? Yeah. This to, to, to pay jerk-offs like this? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, bro. That's what I mean. Bro, I gotta move out of this country, bro. We kidding each other? I don't know what we say, but come on, bro. Let's take I'm this paying guy. taxes for this? This is what I'm paying taxes for? Let's take this guy. They don't fix my streets. There's traffic every day because they, because we're driving from Long Island this morning. Where's their traffic? Construction. There's always construction. They never fix the roads. 
They're they're prosecuting guys like Asaro. I gotta pay. I gotta pay for this prosecution. Our pets' heads are falling off. Nothing is going on. This Nothing's is so fucking ridiculous. Oh oh, I'm serious. I'm with the. Cur- I'm not even cursing, bro. Why do you gotta curse with every time, bro? Every time, bro. What what it's is just it? In his nature. Bro, it's a thing, bro. How many times I gotta tell you, Joey? Just do it. Don't curse around me. Do it around your friends. But just and, don't do it. It's a right. it's a thing. Just don't do it. In honor of. Just don't do it. In honor of. In honor of Jake Lamada. That's what I'm telling you. Right. Well, in I, honor of Vincent Asaro. It's a Asaro, thing. Just don't do it. In honor of Vincent Asaro. You know well, he was acquitted, right? Yes. Yeah. Hey. It not, was, in the end, that's what I'm guilty. saying. That's what in the, in the end, that's what I'm saying. All this time, <laughs> you're wasting taxpayer money. You're building a case. God only knows how long it took you to build a fucking case. Now you got me cursing now. With his cousin. All this. All, with this, his all this. And of course he's not guilty. Because what else was he going to be? It's 40 years ago. The judge, the judge didn't even give a shit. I bet you. The judge is probably looking at the prosecutor like, you seriously built this case right now? Like, if I'm the judge, I'm like, bro, how long did it take you to build this case? You just wasted however many months or years of your life that you can never have back. They should go to jail. Yes. <laughs> no shit. They if, should at least get if fired. If there was consequences for this, people like this, that they will go to jail. Like if, if I guarantee you, you know how much better the world would be if district attorneys, attorney generals, cops, crooked cops that, that testify and lie, um, if those people were held liable for their actions and will go to jail for things like this, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be so quick to jump the gun and do things like that. They would only do things for the right reasons, not for the wrong reasons. Instead, when you do something for the wrong reasons, like a lot of these people, there's no consequences anyway. At worst, it's a no. At worst, it's a no. Oh, all right, yep. not guilty. Well, we, gave, we, gave, we gave it a shot, but we try to make our name for ourselves. trying to make a name Bro, for themselves. What kind of a justice system is this? They are, the, they are the gangsters. Yeah? They yeah, are. legit. They run the show. They can false put false evidence up. They could use Thank God they had a judge with some common sense, bro. Yeah, yeah. You kidding me? It was Thank a jury, you. too. The jury, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Vincent Asaro's lawyers had a good point. He said, if anybody knew about the case or watched the, the movie, Jimmy Burke, who's passed away now, who uh, Robert De Niro played his part, um, <clears throat> he started killing everybody that was involved because... It's just too many people knowing what's going on. You, you know, you you're about to get a rat. Someone's going to rat him out. going to be a rat. Like oh, this guy's Conway? cousin. What? It was Burke. It wasn't Conway. His real name is Jimmy Burke. Oh. Jimmy Conway in the movie. Oh, okay. Oh. <clears throat> um. That's why I love you because you think of shit like that. Yeah, I know everything about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, Go ahead. The only if 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 this guy Vincent Asaro was so involved, like they're trying to portray, wouldn't he have gotten killed? <laughs> yeah, if he had this hey, big if you watch role. The movie, if you watch the movie, Jimmy killed everybody. Had everyone killed off. Yeah, you're right. Where's In honor money, of, where's my money, Jimmy? Yeah, I want my money. Maury, it's my yeah, key, it's my key, bro. <laughs> oh, Maury, you gonna fight with Jimmy Conway? Yeah. <laughs> I just want my, I want my money. Fuck him in the ear. Fuck him in the other ear. What about <laughs> in honor of of Vincent Asaro and Goodfellas? If you remember it, Henry walks in and the, the money's on a pool table, and they said. This is a lot of fucking money for a kid your age. Anybody asks you, you were in Vegas and you wanted, you wanted playing craps. Paulie tells him that. Right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's probably, if, if he was involved in any way, which I wish he was, because just for the, just for the stress of having to go through it because of his fucking rat cousin, um, he was probably at that that table when when they said, listen, this is a lot of money. That's like, Nick, that's like you just coming in and we're saying... Here's fucking 200 grand cash. You know what I'm saying? I'd lose my mind. It's going to be a good summer. <laughs> Forget about it. No. 200 grand cash in 1978. Yeah, and I'm just that's spitting out crazy. a number. It could have been more. It could have been a lot. I don't know. Now? That's probably like 
two million, million now. Well, now. what it says here that it was five million for the heist. And that's that's eighteen million in, in today's dollars. Right. Yeah. Wow. yeah. They so say five to six million because it was jewels, it was diamonds, it was all kinds of uh, of stuff with money. Just to go to show you how long ago the heist happened, how irrelevant this case is. Lufthansa doesn't exist anymore. No, Lufthansa <laughs> does. Oh. Lufthansa doesn't exist. What doesn't exist is Idlewild Airport. It's not John Kennedy Airport. It's, yeah. it's not John. Yeah. They renamed the fucking airport. <laughs> it was still called Idlewild Airport when this happened. Right, right. What are we getting That's a good point. Yeah, Idlewild Airport. Yeah. You fucking idiot. Mutt. You mutt. <laughs> you rat <laughs> cocksucker. You, you go and find a weak coward who probably didn't want to do whatever sentence he was facing so he rats out his own cousin because he supposedly if I'm a sorrow if I'm a sorrow you know what I would do I would move to an island with all the, with all my Lufthansa money that I got left over if he did do it and got away with it I would if he did and got away with it I would buy my own I would buy my own I would buy my own beach I would lay there in my beach chair naked have like 10 models taking pictures of me and Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter it saying, suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> you you cocksucker attorney general, yeah. district attorney. And and suck my dick Schneiderman too. Because I can yeah. play DraftKings yeah. down here in the Caribbean. In the Caribbean, I can play DraftKings. <laughs> I bet you Vincent Osorio is a fucking locksmith. Definitely. He's been watching football since fucking Joe. No, you know who locksmith though? Henry Hill, no? Yeah, well, then he set up the Boston College illegally, uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, they were shaving points. Yeah, um, I mean, that still makes him a locksmith, though. Yeah, apparently. Well, hey, speaking of watching football, what do you watch football on? What do you got at home? My Samsung TV. Do you? Oh, are you kidding me? I've had Samsung TVs for the last ten years. I won't buy anything else. Well, it might be time to get a new one because it's free TV month. Oh, we get free? Free TV month. This month, when you purchase any Samsung 9 series SUHD TV 55 inches or above, they'll give you a free 32-inch Samsung TV. Wow, that's that's awesome. This month? Yeah, only until December 5th. You got to do it now. Visit a Samsung SH, SUHD retailer. You go to well, Samsung.com. I, I might go do that. I might get a new TV for my room. Well, About to tell my mom to buy that for I me. Might, I don't even need new TVs because I got a bunch of new ones. But I might just buy them and put them aside for like. No, this is the this is the number one TV you can get. Yeah, no, this no, is no. the Samsung Nine series. It's the best way to 4K. You know, 4K is the shit. It's got the curve. You know, it's the most superior level of color contrast and brightness. More true to life picture. You ever see some of these TVs now? It's got the immersive curved screen. Every seat's a great seat. I like it's that. Crazy. That's good. Mm-hmm. And if you get that, you get a 32-inch Samsung J4000. Think about TV. that 32-inch. You could you could go no, buy I'm yourself gonna, a TV. I'm gonna put, I want to put that in my apartment in Miami. Here's the thing, my Miami apartment. The, one of the TV in my living room has to be on a corner. Does that have that? Does the curve have the, the cur- option to put the the arm the arm behind the TV so you can? Yeah, turn absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Of course. But I, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's a, the curve is like a new thing. No, no, no. It's it's still a, a bracket. You, you, you can call, have an arm. You I'll can call, have an arm I'll behind. Call Sam it. and ask him. No, ask him. No, seriously. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll, I'll get it, bro. Sung, he, he, my, he sung it out. My, my, my Miami apartment. I want I want to get that one. Well, you should no, do this. You know what happens is my you gotta hurry up though. It's only until December fifth. Right. You go buy say tomorrow. Listen. Say you buy the the fifty five inch and you get the curve right. Uh huh. You're getting a free 32 inch. So put it in the bathroom. You could, yeah, you could put it. You could put it in your kitchen. <laughs> well, no, you know what I'm saying? Or no, I have. I'm getting a TV in my bathroom for. I believe it. For my I'll put the 32 in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> no, Shout out to Mike Corrales, my 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 home designer. He told me he's putting a bathroom, a TV in my bathroom too. I mean, granted, I got to pay for all this, but still, you know. I mean, he's, 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 he's Mike out. Unlimited Furniture Group? Mike Unlimited Furniture oh. Group. Shout out to Big Mike. Big Mike, yeah. Well, we know Sam, you guys know Samsung makes the best TVs. I mean, Samsung top I, level. They're top the level. best. 
I will never watch TV on anything but a Samsung. They got Canelo I, Cotto coming up too. That fight look party, nice. and you're watching it at my house. If you're watching it at my house, you're watching it on a fucking Samsung. I that's like just, that. That's, that's a nice. Fact. I just got to say something real quick. While supplies last, for free 32-inch model and any additional restrictions and limitations, see participating retailers or visit Samsung.com slash free TV. Boom. Boom. I love so, Samsung. That's a good deal. Yeah, no, it's great. Their phones look great. Samsung.com. You might want to trade in that BlackBerry and get yourself a Samsung. Uh, no, no, phone, no, 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 no. Look, he got, a new, phone he got today. a new one. What? He got a new BlackBerry. Hold on. First today. of all, Samsung.com slash what? Free TV. Samsung.com slash free TV. Everybody check that out. Second of all, There's no I got a new no. BlackBerry. Ooh. I got a new BlackBerry. <laughs> moving on up. Moving <laughs> on up. Not only am I not going to trade in the BlackBerry, I just got a new BlackBerry. Let me see that thing. Fast as lightning. Ooh. Fast as lightning. Brand new phone. Fast. I even took a selfie of us on the train coming here today because Peter Cause never takes the train. Nick Lupo, he does take the train, though, right? Yeah. Nick Lupo takes Nicky, the train. Nicky's but he's a train guy. Yeah. What's your Twitter? At Nick Lupo or at Nicky Lupo? At Nick Lupo24. At Nick Lupo24. Everybody check out my buddy at Nick Lupo24. On Instagram. On Twitter. On Instagram and Twitter. He rode the train with me today. We gotta give him credit. Peter Cards. Me too. Give me some fucking credit. Bro, you should be riding the train. Anyway, you gotta go to the city every day. You, you're sitting there driving. He drives then he goes, every day. Then he goes, no, then he has the balls to say, look at this. Nick was making my witness. I go, but that wasn't too bad, right? We didn't have to make a train for just one train. He goes, yeah, bro, smell like my, what do you say? Taxi cab. Taxi cab's balls the whole way in the train. Oh, I'm like, on. I'm like, are you you're kidding a diva, me? Dude. No, 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 no. First of all, the trains are not the trains that me and Peter grew up right. in. Okay? Smells the train, like the train system in New York is a lot cleaner than it used to be. It is. One. No, it is. I'm number gonna... one. Number two, your car, I've sat in your car. You have the, the whole New York City recycling system in your car. You have like 40 empty bottles of plastic I, bottles. I know. And that's shooting low. You Probably it's more like 60 to 75. What are you talking about? It smells like a taxi cab's bolts. Your car looks like a taxi cab drives it. Why Taxi cab driver. Why are you making fun of my car? <laughs> because you're making like the, the driving the train with that bag going on the train. <laughs> oh, Minka. Oh, that was a full screen Again. Uh, almost, yeah. almost a full Bro, screen. Uh, I got the same Blackberry, but apparently it's like the the same Blackberry, but like on steroids. And, I, and there was a new Blackberry. I just didn't want to learn a new phone. Listen, Blackberry's not fucking up. paying for fucking ads on here. I want <laughs> Blackberry. I, I know, good I know. Point, but that is a good point. You know what? You Fuck Blackberry. Let's change the subject. All right, yeah. change the subject. All right. Yeah. The I just don't want strawberries My, my... My car, uh, <laughs> at worst, smells like my farts. <laughs> that's probably uh, worse. That's probably worse than a taxi cab no, balls. No, yeah, absolutely not. And the train, <laughs> even though it is cleaner, it. Is, I'm, I, I listen. I call a spade a spade. I'm, I tell the truth. You know, it still remember. smells like piss. Uh, maybe, I don't know, man. I, I go on the subway. I don't, it's a lot better than it used to be. You remember? <laughs> I don't know. I got to rate them. Though you thought about falling in a taxi cab. You remember that New Year's Eve? When we went to, we were with John Jason and John Carlo, it was like oh three, oh four. Okay. We wound up at the Embassy Suites where those girls from Pennsylvania were staying. Oh, remember? <laughs> remember? <laughs> and like we wound up, we, we met like a bunch of girls on uh, this New Year's Eve. I don't know, it was like 2003, 2004. I pants. And her. my friend John, <laughs> my friend John Jason was oh, DJing. Yeah. <laughs> my friend John Jason, who I ran into in Tokyo actually, DJ Sinatra was DJing that night in the club we went to, and his cousin John Carlo was also DJing. So afterwards, we went up with all these girls in the club. We go to their hotel. They're like from what are they from Pittsburgh. Something. There's two different stories. Yeah. There's two different ones. I don't know if those were from Pittsburgh. No, I don't remember. The one with Pittsburgh is when you were getting a blowjob and I was fucking oh. making fun of the. No, all right, that's a different story. Yeah, that was a different story. We're gonna uh, go with this one. I don't know where these girls are from. Yeah, you're right. So these girls, whatever. But these girls, we went to the suite. They had a suite and shit. And I'm, I go into the, um, I go into one of the bedrooms with one of the chicks and Peter's hanging out with the girls and John Jason, John Carlo, and Peter ends up. I don't know, pants. I hear yelling from my, the bedroom that I'm in, and Peter pants one of the girls or something like that. Pants for any of a, 
people who aren't familiar with the term because it's like a New York term means like you pull the pants down in front of everybody. But yeah, she was flirting and, and like flirting in a way where then she says... So Peter couldn't hold her anymore. He just had a pants up. No, she she was like flirting and, and then like being like annoying but like flirting and then we were all just like joking around and she was like make like she was going to grab my cock and like it was all fun <laughs> stuff so I said... It sounds like fun. Yeah. I said, how tall are you? And she was like, I'm 5'2". I'm like, yeah, right. She goes, I swear. I said... Try to put, touch the ceiling. I said, <laughs> put up. your hands straight above your head, and both hands at the same time. That's how you really can tell. If you can reach here, you're 5'2". And she goes right away, puts her hands up, and I just... Because <laughs> once we got back to the room, they got all comfortable. They took out their, you know, took off their dresses yeah. and they put on like sweatpants, you know? So it was so easy. When you want to pants somebody, anybody out there, just sweatpants and shorts yeah. is the best I way. heard the commotion from the bedroom, but... So everybody was like, sure ah! Did he disturb your group? I definitely, didn't, I definitely didn't interrupt my group, but yeah, I heard the commotion, good. I remember. Yeah. And when I came out what the problem had been uh, but by anyway the reason I thought of this is because we leave we get a cab to go back to Brooklyn after this by the way the Embassy Suites Hotel uh, did they close it now? they ended up closing right? that's no. the one by 9-11 that's the one that got some still there yeah Hino goes there all yeah anyway so shout out to Hollywood Hino our boy. so we're going back John Jason and Peter are farting in the cab and the cab is like looking oh out God. his rearview mirror and, uh. <laughs> and, and they just keep letting them out and I'm like oh oh <laughs> he pulled over yeah he pulled over <laughs> I remember you remember he this pulled over he goes, he goes he goes no more, my friend. I'm like, why? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, oh, no more. We're like, bro. You're killing him. You're killing him. Like, we're like, drive. What are you talking about? We're playing stupid. This is New Year's Day now. It's like 8 o'clock in the morning by this point. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. We're like, why, bro? What's wrong? They're all whacked, by the way. I think I was even whacked. I was yeah. the drinking, too. Everybody's whacked. Motherfucker. Shit. I'm like, no, no. Shit, just fought. Just keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the classic story. I said, I said, bro, if you don't fucking drive this car, I'm gonna smack the shit out of you. You're always threatening or beating up yeah. cab drivers. He has a history with cab drivers. Before he got arrested for a cab driver. Two years, two years later, it happened to be on New Year's Day. Two years I later, hate, we I know hate. that. We heard That's that. It's funny. Two years later, this New Year's coming up makes ten years for that arrest. Two years after that, because I think that was 2004 New Year's. And you had to go bring New Year's. New Year 2006 is when he gets arrested. Now we're approaching New Year 2016. 10-year anniversary of Peter getting arrested on New Year's Day. <laughs> Fact. 10-year anniversary. Yeah, New Year's themselves. Day makes, ten, makes a decade you got arrested on New Year's Day for hitting a cab driver. I hate cab Like driver. a jerk-off. You imagine cab. you start the New Year in jail? What kind of a jerk off way, kind of way to start usually, the year is that? Right? Usually, usually you're like, what are we going to do to change last year and make right. it better? New Year's resolution. New Year's resolution. What am I going to do? Yeah, it's like, uh, I'm not going to get arrested next year. Day one, January 1st, arrested. Boom. Oh, I got to come up with another resolution. That one's in the toilet. Good job, bro. I hate cab drivers. Come on, man. Who do you man. like? Who do you like? Oh, I love everybody except oh. cab drivers. All right, okay. And Eric fucking Schneiderman. <laughs> of course he's Jewish too. That kills me. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to be a Jew. People. Don't yeah. claim him. Don't claim him. How do you know don't he's Jewish? Maybe it's because his last name. Uh, Seth, you know what? You don't need to claim him for your people. Well, that's that's you my, uh, that was, uh, my stepfather's last name. Is it? Uh, I'm gonna make sure he's not related. <laughs> oh, if he's related, we're taking it out on you, Seth. Dude, you, want, you want a piece of me? <laughs> you know what? At least it's your stepfather. He's not. I blood. don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uncomfortable now. <laughs> Uh, anyway, awkward silence. No, oh, man. I'm eating my fruit over here. But what um, what fights do we have over the weekend? Do we have any fights? Frank Galaza. Fireman. No, over the last week. Let's cover last week first. Oh. Fireman. 
Oh, Teddy Atlas. Where are you in? So if you wanna if you wanna be really um really exciting, oh, your favorite guy. You wanna be a really exciting corner man. You just. By the way, I do think Teddy is a good trainer. He is a good trainer. Understands the psychology of bo- of boxing. I actually yeah, read a couple of books. I actually read his book, and uh, I, have un- I have a lot of his quotes uh, underlined in the book because I think they're they're psychologically things that are very good reminders for a fighter to keep in mind. Having said that, he's a bit neurotic. So go ahead, Pete. Always, Timothy always Bradley saying. comes after winning the first round, you know, easy round, and Teddy, because you know, as a trainer, you're supposed to be real calm. So Teddy's looking, and Teddy is. When he wants to be, when he needs to be. So Teddy's looking at him, and he's like, a good round. That's what we want to do, you know. It's a good first round. I don't want you throwing that hook straight in front of him. I want it on angles. On angles! (laughs) (laughs) Don't throw it fucking straight! (laughs) You hear me? All right. Um, It was the first round. Do you really need to get that excited? I'll tell you what, though. What would have happened if Tim lost the first round? Yeah, exactly. Forget about it. Does he start beating the shit out of him? I mean, I I, I thought Tim, that was the best I think I've ever seen Tim. What happens if... Against I know against I know the yeah. competition, but the way he moved, he I, did. He I think the I think that I don't know if that style's gonna work against the boxer. Like if he fights Saddam, honestly, and not just because Saddam is my boy. Saddam beats the shit Saddam out of him. Is Shout a out really to good Saddam boxer. Ali. Saddam, Saddam Ali. Saddam is a very good boxer. You're not gonna try if you're Tim Bradley. You're not gonna try to box that way. I mean, granted, I don't expect it. I wouldn't expect him to actually try to box Saddam that way. I think Tim would have to be a little bit of the old Tim. I'm gonna straight up box Saddam and I'll box Saddam if you're Tim Bradley. Saddam's boxing skills are better. I've seen Saddam box for a while. I've seen Tim. Tim's Tim doesn't win just on boxing skills. Tim wins on a bit of a mixture of tenacity, dirty tactics, and a little bit of his boxing. You're not gonna his box bo- that way against Saddam, though. I like you can box that work. way against Rios, but you're not gonna box against Saddam. His body work was much improved, I thought. From yeah, previous no, fights. listen, yeah. listen. I know he's fighting. He's but. a good fighter, and Teddy's a good trainer. But Teddy also knows game planning very well, so I right. wouldn't expect that same game planning against Saddam. Right. And they, they made um, some good adjustments as far as what Teddy was saying when he screamed at the top of his voice for no yeah. reason, was throw the left hook when you're on an angle on the side. Mm-hmm. Get away from the danger and then throw it. It's kind of like a check hook in a sense, mm-hmm. right? Because you, you're off to the side of it. Yeah. But, and it makes sense. It's, it's totally smart. But again, he fought Brandon Reels, who I have a ton of respect for, but... Brandon's just not in it anymore. And he's a punching bag. Yeah, he was a punching bag. He's a punching bag, and he's slurring already. The poor kid's not even 30 yet. How old is he, 27? No, he's not that young. He's like maybe 28, 29. Yeah, he's not 30 yet. No? I don't think so. I'll Google it. I got got Google. Even if he is, all right. He's 29. 29, okay. He should not be slurring the way he does. Well, he got hit a lot. That's what I'm saying. So, okay, you, you won the fight, and you beat... You beat Brandon Rios, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. all right, cool. You know, it's their first fight together, which you know, a lot of times uh, the chemistry and everything you get better as you keep working, right? You keep you well, keep working with your mm-hmm. trainer, and the mm-hmm. chemistry gets better. Mm-hmm. You work on yeah, things, and mm-hmm. first fight's tough to gauge. But our boy Saddam Ali at Real World Kid Ali on um, Twitter and Instagram, he's the next. He's the next one supposed to be to fight because he's the number one contender in WBO. Yeah. So, <clears throat> Tim, don't be scared. Don't don't run. <laughs> don't run. You want to keep that title and don't don't fucking relinquish it because you don't want to fight our boy. You took a lot of challenges, man. I respect you for that. You fought a lot of guys, but don't run now. 
Let Saddam kick your ass and earn the title <laughs> like he wants to. Mm-hmm. It actually has him has him listed uh, under Saddam Ali as Timothy Bradley as his next opponent. Doesn't have a it's, date on it though. Yeah, that's what's yeah. supposed to 2016. happen. Yeah. yeah, he's the, he's the mandatory. mandatory. Listen, Challenge. Saddam has been patiently waiting. You know, he he went up the ranks like everybody else. He fucking you know he's a hardworking kid, and he's got what it takes to beat the shit out of Tim Bradley. I hope you're right. Believe me when I tell you. Well, people have underestimated Saddam before, like in the Abrego fight in camp. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't think he was capable of uh, putting together such a performance. Because one thing about Saddam, he's been a bit inconsistent in his career. So people don't, you know, c- going into some of these bigger fights, people think, you know, they judge him on some of his worst performances and they think, oh, you know, he can't handle this. But Saddam has a c- few different levels to him. And on, a, and on Saddam's good nights, where he's very focused, he's very, very tough to beat. When Saddam puts the total package together, I put him in the ring against any welterweight in the world, and he and I I wouldn't put a pass in the beat any welterweight in the world. And, and so for that reason, Saddam remains dangerous at any point on any given night because if you catch him on a night where he is clicking on all cylinders, it's a rough night to deal with him. How many times have you fast, said that about yourself? And he can punch, right? How many yeah. times have you said that about yeah. yourself? Your biggest problem is yeah. consistency yeah. with performances. Yeah, you know you'll you'll have like a bad performance, and then you'll come and. and be a totally different person in the ring yeah. and that you know they seem to want to judge the negative yeah when actually you know when you're feeling it of course, like of course. You're, my, you're, my career has been all over the place for a lot of reasons I've had a lot of different trainers a lot mm-hmm. of different yeah. circumstances personal life wise and stuff like that I think Saddam has a lot of all that stuff he's more calm than me in that way right. you know he's uh, he's got a, a tight knit crew around him um Starting with his father, who you know, maybe a lot of people don't always agree with his David Ali, but it's a dog. His father loves him, and and he's got his best interest in mind. Anthony Cat, regardless, your manager, manager is on his, his team as well. Is on his team, and uh, you know, whatever. Uh, so now he's had the same trainers for since he's a kid and whatnot. So he's a bit more consistent as far as that's concerned. I think it uh, one one positive about that is it uh, it eliminates a lot of the possible distractions that maybe I went through some of that. You know, yeah, and uh, you know, he's put himself in the mandatory position as an undefeated fighter. So. Uh, it's all on his shoulders now, you know. Yeah. And I think any fighter w- doesn't mind that, you know. And whatever people are gonna say, and especially, I like the fact that everybody says this is Tim Bradley's best performance. From right. my from my boy Saddam, I like that because that means when my boy Saddam has a chance to knock him off, and I respect him, Bradley. I was in the amateurs with him, I like him, but tough motherfucker. Regardless, you know, Saddam's a kid that I know. He's a little kid. When my boy Saddam gets this win off of Tim Bradley's best performance of his career. It's a defining performance for Saddam. So I don't mind people saying this is Tim Bradley's best performance because Saddam is going to catch him at a time where at everybody's very high on right. yeah. uh, Maybe not its best or not. Right. I don't know. According it's a to the media. According, According to, everybody, to the media. What, it is, what he's catching him at is at, at its high. But don't at, downplay at, it when at, he beats the high, shit out of him. At a high, exactly. So, so I, I, I think uh, as a competitor, and I know Saddam's a very big competitor. He's a quiet kid, but don't misjudge that for the lack of competitiveness. Right. Saddam is a very, very big competitor, and he, and he, and he loves working hard and, and, and going for those goals. And for that reason, I know Saddam is relishing the chance to catch Bradley on this high that Bradley's on, the, the, all, all of all this. And, and Bradley's deserving of all the credit he's getting, even off of Saturday's performance, a great performance. Uh, and Teddy did a great job with him. But I know Saddam is wo- chomping at the bit to get him even more so because of the hype Bradley generated Saturday night. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Basically, think about Let's reminisce for a little bit. Mm-hmm. When, when you were, like, kind of in Saddam's shoes mm-hmm. and you had, like, you know, 
you're ready to fight for a title now, mm-hmm. you know, and you're you're in that point. Well, what does tell people what does Saddam feel like right now? Oh, you're hyped, bro, because you know you're all, all your life's dreams and goals, and you've you're worked so undefeated. hard. Undefeated. Yeah, but that you've also worked so hard through the years, and and all suddenly. The moment that you've worked so hard for, you've achieved the little goals on the way to the big goals. And in Saddam's case, it's you know national championships, uh, amateur titles, uh, Olympics, uh, Olympic uh, spot on the Olympic team, right. and on the feet record in the pros. And for myself as well, there were some things I had accomplished, like a national title and mm-hmm. and uh, the undefeated record and whatnot. And and you know all of a sudden you, you find yourself at the pinnacle of the biggest goal, which is a shot at a world title. So of course you're hyped. You're really hyped. You know. Um, is it mouth watering or do you have like a boner every day? <laughs> it's a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a little bit of both. If I'm Saddam, like I stroke my cock watching the fight, and I'm like, man, I want to fight Tim Bradley so bad. You know bad. what it is? Me, I was more of an uh, I'm more of an emotional person. I think Saddam has that advantage to where emotionally he keeps his emotions very much in check. He does. He's more calm. Think, yeah, he's very think, calm. And I think from that perspective, he wears it, his heart it, on it his sleeve. An, it can be. An, it can Saddam be. An, is more it can calm. be an advantage. Uh, have those emotions in check because he knows when to release the fire uh, at the right time. Even it's not a fireman like Tim Bradley and Teddy Atlas are, <laughs> but he knows when to release the fire. Fireman, uh, yeah. You remember that? But that yeah, was also in the corner. Big time fire. Yeah, yeah that was. You know. This is where the fight gets hot. There's a fire. We're, <laughs> we're gonna put it out. Don't let it burn you. No, we when they fight Saddam, they're not gonna be able to put out no fire. Firemen. We don't get yeah. nervous about the. We fire. don't get nervous about the fire. <laughs> we're firemen. Yeah. We're firemen. <laughs> Fire burn, fire hot. Not us. <laughs> <laughs> what about Rocky tells Tommy Tommy Gunn about the fire? What is it? That the same thing? The sure. Yeah. Who's your Who's your best friend back in Orlando? Uh, he goes, that's 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 Oklahoma. He goes, yeah, well, yeah. He goes, uh, <laughs> Eric Elman. He goes, no, no, no. <laughs> your your best friend, fire's best friend, is a guy named Fe- Frankie Fear. See, fear, see, see, fear keeps you sharp, keeps you awake, it makes you want to survive. But if you control that, Tommy, it'll make you hot. But if it controls you, it'll burn you and everything else around it up. Yeah, these are some things that was taught to me, and if you want, I'd like to teach to you. So does this mean you're going to be training me? Does this mean you're going to manage me? Hey, well, home team. <laughs> home team. Well, you, you think that Rocky and Tommy Gunn were firemen too? Yeah, apparently. Apparently they were, right? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, so, Teddy, so Teddy and, and, and Timmy are not the first set of trainers fight a fireman. Apparently, Rocky and Tommy Gunn were Rocky the first. Rocky and Tommy Gunn were the first, were the first fireman. Fire. That was the worst fireman. Rocky, wasn't it? That was the worst one. Come on. Come on. Come on. Don't Man. knock that. No way. Especially if Tommy I, Morrison passed away. No way. Don't, it's still good. Don't knock Rocky Five. No way. Oh. Well, it's got a cult following. When it first came out, it was like, ah, uh, I remember people complaining, like, ah, out of the world with Rockies. But you know what? Through the years, People gain an appreciation for Rocky Five. Absolutely, hell yeah! Well, knock Rocky <laughs> Five. I, my father, my father, mother took me to the movies. Well, I didn't to think, watch. I didn't think the Rocky with Antonio Tarver was all that. But you know what? As the years go by, it. I'll appreciate it. I, I like, like Rocky, I like Rocky, Rocky Five better. Me too. All right, all right. What the me fuck? Too. It's because you were a younger kid. You were kids then, so you whatever know, it's more it is, maybe it is. Yeah, maybe I was it is. College already. Watching Shut whatever. up, you old geriatric <laughs> fuck. So what about what was you like then, Mr. T Rocky? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Funny story about Mr. You know what the funny story? I'll give you a story. Hey, funny story. Hey woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know I got a funny. I know he didn't say girl. Nowadays people say hey girl. At that time they say hey woman, right? You know a funny story about Rocky Three. I didn't see Rocky Three until I moved here from America, so it was already on mm-hmm. in, on tape. I uh, I mean I moved here from America. Moved. Look at this. How slow I am. Moved here from Italy to America. Uh, and I moved here late 1986, and I remember I was living with my grandparents. 
And in Italy, we had a cartoon of Mr. T. And I think, as a matter of fact, the cartoon of Mr. T was even here in the United States after a while. It was called Mr. T cartoon. In, in Italy, regardless, we had a Mr. T cartoon in Italy. So I don't understand English. I remember my uncle Dario had rented the movie Rocky Three, so he's watching it, and I see Mr. T in the movie. So for me, Mr. T is a good guy. I don't understand anything. I, I, I'm watching the movie. I don't understand a word that's being said at that time. So now my uncle Dario's like. You know, I'm telling him, like, oh, this guy's the best. And my uncle's like, yeah, I remember my uncle. My uncle's a kid, too. I was six. He's 14, you know, so he's not exactly an adult either. He's like, so he's like, spiting me on purpose. He goes, nah, the other guy's going to kick his ass. I'm like, no way. And I'm getting mad. I'm like, no, Mr. <laughs> T's the best. I'm, so we're watching. Well, I don't know what's going on. I don't even, I'm not even realizing that, like, Mr. T's the bad guy in the movie. You know what I mean? Because I'm so uptight on Mr. T and the cartoon that I know about that I'm rooting for Mr. T. So Mr. <laughs> T wins the first fight. So I'm like rubbing Brutal it into my uncle. Yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm rubbing it into my uncle and whatnot and I'm telling him ah, I'm talking shit already even at six years old to my uncle. Obviously my uncle had already seen the movie so he knows in the end what's gonna happen. <laughs> but you know, he's like talking shit back to me. And you didn't know that <clears throat> I didn't know Rocky the, was even a series or anything. You didn't know that the Teddy Atlas version would be Apollo Creed later on in the movie to come and train him yeah. and teach him how to be a fireman. Yeah, later on. But that would be in Rocky 4. <laughs> no. No. Oh, yeah, Rocky 3. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Rocky 3. Yeah, well, Can he swim? The second fight. Name yeah, like Rocky Rock? 4 dies. Yeah. Tomorrow. So, yeah. Tomorrow. So anyway, I'm watching it and... Oh, there is no tomorrow! <laughs> <laughs> you want to break me down? What do you want? You want to hear me say it? All right, I'm afraid. I'm be more like man that. than him! Be more man than him! He's a man. Be more man than him. Anyway, all the all the ex, all the extraordinary quotes I, of Rocky. I see three of them. Hit the one in the middle. And that's Paulie. That's, that's, that's Rocky Four. And that's Rocky Four. Now we're going off. Now we're veering off course. Seth. Come on. So man. I, can I go back to my story? So I'll make a long story short. I have one after you. Go ahead. Make a long story short. I root for Mr. T the whole way. I don't understand a word they're saying in the movie. I've literally been in America. This is probably like a few days after I, I came to America. So I literally Donald Trump was talking about people like you. <laughs> no, 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 bro. I was born in America. Then I moved back. So he, well, don't, don't, don't throw me in the mix. Don't throw me in that mix. My brother, that was different. My, yeah. younger, my little brother was born uh, in Italy. So, anyway. So, I uh watching, and, and then they have to fight again. And, obviously, Rocky just brutalizes Mr. T in the second one. I mean, he knocks him out in, like, three rounds, doesn't he? Yeah. And yeah. I'm just getting mad because Mr. T's throwing his haymakers in the last move fight, and he's not hurting Rocky. Remember, he's not hurting Rocky in the haymakers? Like, all of a sudden, these haymakers that knock Rocky out... Now Rocky's like catching him on the glove, and he's like, "Come on, my you ain't so bad. My you ain't so bad. Come on, you ain't so bad." And I'm getting mad because my uncle—I got my uncle talking shit. I got Rocky talking shit on TV. I'm watching the screen. I'm in a room where Rocky's talking shit. My uncle's talking shit, and I'm just losing my mind. I'm six years old, and Mr. Tia is a guy I love. I was pissed, bro. I don't even want to be friends with you anymore. You were fucking cheering for Mr. T. I was Rocky. mad. I was mad. <laughs> Once I learned to speak English, I, I, I learned to understand English. I actually got into all the Rockies like everybody else. And the next one I watched, I remember, was Rocky Four. My, my aunt, uh, my aunt Nancy. Um, shout out to Aunt Nancy. Shout out to Aunt Nancy. Hey. She, she rented me Rocky Four, and I couldn't believe Apollo got killed. And I was like sad. It's just it. an exhibition. It was supposed yeah. to be an exhibition. Yeah, I, uh, this is like my history about. I feel like, I feel like I've been I mean, it's funny because I've seen all these movies like a hundred times, just like everybody else. But it's funny. Like I was like really sad when Apollo died. Like it was like a big deal for me. I felt like I've been eating nails, dying snails. You know, I never never tried them things. Nails, nails, down. Nails, not snails. Nails, nails. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I was excited Hulk Hogan was in that movie because I was a big wrestling fan. Well, listen, I have a I Rocky Three story too. Go ahead, do it. I was born when Rocky Three was in the theater, so my father 
it was before, I mean, my father was always wild, but this is when, you know, you're having a baby, you know, you're having your second kid. My brother is Ario, seven years older than me. It's same thing like uh, Paulie's Uncle Dario. So, <clears throat> my brother was seven, and I was, my mother was in labor for me. So, they would go visit my mother in the hospital, and then when visiting hours were over, they would go to the theater. Every day, it was like three days in a row. For, for me to be born They watched Rocky 3 Every time So they went to the movies And watched it like Three days in a row And that was like the thing And it, it How am I not supposed to be A Rocky addict yeah. You know like uh, how, how How can you not be I'm you're born a man, you're in, a man. No. I'm, But I'm born into it In a sense You know you're, like You're Italian I'm you're Italian I'm a stallion uh, How I'm can a, you not I'm a coxman You know like <laughs> Um, You're a cock. Well, you think? Yeah, I'm a cock. Uh, most of the time, I'm a cock. But um, no, think about it. How am I? I'm like born into this. You know, my brother's seven years older than me. We're watching fucking Rocky. I had a tape. This is the funny shit. My father was in prison when I was an infant, and uh, he did like three and a half years. He didn't bootleg Rocky three, did he? No. Listen to this. I had a tape with Rocky one, two, and three on a VHS, and my dad's mom didn't speak any English. Nonna. You know, that's the... Grandma. Like, nonna means grandma in nonna. Italian. But I used to call her nonna because, you know, she was like off the boat Italian. And she would watch us. So my mother had to go to work. My brother would go to school. And my grandmother, my nonna, was in charge of watching me. And then she would pick my brother up from school. So every day I would say... Because I spoke Sicilian as a, as a kid because... You had to communicate with your grandmother. I would say, Mom, mette Rocky. Like, put Rocky on. <laughs> and she used to say, Ancora questo cazzo di Rocky. Like, again <laughs> with this damn Rocky. Fucking ro- again with this Rocky. Because I would watch one, two, and three straight through, make her rewind it, and put it on again. <laughs> she wanted to fucking lose it. She would bite her hand, like, Meantime, when you think about these old school Italian women, like, what difference does it make? Why can't you just watch it again? Like, just rewind it and hit play, <laughs> she, and then go back to your chores. <laughs> she was I just so like that. My tired. My mother was like that too. Like, she was so tired of it. I know. They don't but understand. Like, they don't understand. They're not men. Yeah. They don't understand. You can, you can watch it all day. We can, you put it on right now. We stay here for six hours. We watch yeah. all the movies. Yeah, I was three though. So <laughs> I wasn't a man. <laughs> well, you uh, also didn't have your dad around. And then, and now then my brother. Sad. Then my the brother. Music. Yeah, yeah. yeah and at that time, one, two, and three were the only ones that were out. I think four right. came out you know, a little bit after. Exactly. That. So now my brother comes home from school and he's doing the rewind. They're gonna. <laughs> we just keep watching it. <laughs> so my grandma was like all rockied out. You know, she, she couldn't take any more. I didn't call him Sylvester Stallone until I was like fucking twenty. Yeah, me too. He's still he's still Rocky. His name was no, Rocky. But I got I got one better than that. My name's adults. Wait, that's think he's Rocky for real. Look at no, my mother used to say. I got a story about that. My mother used to say, "No, this is a new movie that Rocky made." I'm like, "Oh, cool." Like Rocky's in this one, <laughs> yeah. Like Rambo, Rocky was in it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Ra- Rambo, we thought Rocky was in Rambo. No Ro- joke. Rocky was in Rambo. Rocky was, was in, in Cobra. Uh, Cobra. <laughs> Rocky. Rocky was in a lot of shit. Cliffhanger. Yeah. The, what uh, about the one with the arm wrestling? Over, yeah, the over the top, over the top baby. Rocky the wasn't over the top, yeah. Cause in this country, <laughs> oh, so I got one better. Than, I got one better than at least. I got one better than this because at least me and Peter were kids. Me and Peter were kids, so you know what? You could forgive the whole. We thought Rocky was everybody. Bro, I went to Rocky Six premiere with Antonio Tarver. I went to the premiere like in Vegas. Oh, okay? this is no joke. This so, is retarded. I'm at the premiere. <laughs> 
the days leading to the premiere, I'm already in Vegas, and Stallone is doing some tours of the, the of the casino, and you know he's talking to media and stuff like that. And I was in and around it because I was already pro fighter by then, so I was allowed to be in and around it. Bro, there was people going up to Sylvester Stallone. And it was funny because Stallone had like grown his hair out a little bit, like Rocky. Um, you know, was a little, you know, he had like looking the part even for the whole hype of it of the of the premiere. But it was people. I couldn't believe it. Like, I thought it was like. I thought you had to pinch me. Like this isn't re- this isn't <laughs> not people this stupid don't exist in real life. People were going up to him asking for autographs, which is normal. Okay, he's an actor, Sylvester Stallone, asking him when his next fight is gonna be. No, they weren't. Yeah, I wow. kid you not. Football yeah. so adults <laughs> going up to Sylvester Stallone and fucking going up to autographs. Okay, Sylvester Stallone, you want an autograph? That's normal. And then asking him when his next fight is. Are you kidding me, dude? That's you said, are you, uh, bro? You said I, people, I want to lose it. No, I want you to said, lose it. You said people exist in this world that actually they exist. They shouldn't exist though. We should kill them all and put them in like. That's what I mean. Yo, that's what I mean. Can you imagine? That. Can you right. imagine people that stupid having kids? I promise. This is why society is stupid as it is. Our country. There, I guarantee you, people, those fucking people, and there was more than one or two of them. They have kids. They, these people raise families. These people raise. You imagine how stupid your kids. You're putting and you multiply and you multiply and you multiply and then you get a society as stupid as we have today. I, Peter Sferraza, if you vote me for president or mayor, I will kill all the stupid people that don't belong here. If anyone thinks Rocky is a real fighter, you should not be alive. Yeah, and stop listening no to my way. podcast if you think Rocky's a real fighter. I don't need no fucking morons listening to my podcast. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking idiot. At least, at least me and Pete, we were kids. Like We hey, thought Rocky wasn't over the top. We yeah, thought Rocky hey, was a Rambo. Hey, Paul, we're no kids. Shots. Less no than 10 shots. years old. Bro, Sylvester Stallone came in his locker room. Yeah, before I Mary, met yeah, him. Ricky Hatton fight. You imagine if I was one of those adults, we would have thought Rocky was in my locker room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky was in the locker room. Yeah. My mother goes, but the best was, the fight was in Vegas. My mother flies out, you know. When I fought Ricky Hatton, this yeah. Time. So Chuck Zito comes. He goes. He goes. Hey, how's how's the champ feeling? I said, Oh, he's good. He's good. We're ready to go. He goes. Uh, you mind if I bring Sly back? I said, Sly as in Sylvester Stallone. He's like, Yeah, you know, say good luck. I said, Do, you, do I mind? Are you fucking Chuck? I'm like Chuck. Are you serious? Bring him back here. What the fuck? He <laughs> wanted to meet him for himself. Are you kidding? <laughs> Forget Bully. Yeah. I just bring Sly back here. I want to suck his cock. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in. He comes yeah, in. I'm showing this guy again. So he comes in, and uh, I'm like, "It touched my balls." Too, I'm like, okay. "Mr. Stallone." I'm like, "Oh my god!" I shake his hand. He had like, "Oh, you sweaty." Mitts. But the difference oh. is, he didn't ask him what his next fight is. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still Thank a full-blown adult who understands what's going on. I was in his sweaty hands might be worse though. Than Dude. <laughs> Dude, he had. Um, it, it was so nice. He had uh, like, it was probably like two and a half, three inch heels on. <laughs> yeah, he's known for he's known for raising the game yeah. a little bit yeah. <laughs> because he's so short. But uh, he uh, he couldn't actually shake. He shook my hand. He couldn't shake Paulie's hand because Paulie was already gloved up. But he was like, "Hey, how you feeling, champ?" And Paulie's like, "Oh, thanks, Sly, for coming in. You know, I feel good, man." He goes, "All right, you go win this fight. And we go party. All right." I was like, "Fucking." Sly Stallone? What the fuck? Rocky? <laughs> I'm like, we so, forgot we had a fight. <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, Ma, Sylvester Stallone came in the locker room. She goes, why didn't you come get me? I'm like, yeah, hold on, uh, Mr. Stallone. Do me a favor. Sit here for like 
20 minutes while I go through the crowd, get my mother, and I'm going to come back because uh, she probably wants to blow you like in front of everyone. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. You're, done. No. you're done. Yeah. That's your done. I want to share this cock with my mother. You can't be. Hey, oh, it's bro. fucking. Oh, all right. You're so shot. It's Rocky. What are we talking about? Oh, man. It's Rocky. What's wrong with On you? that note, uh, good luck to my boy Frank Galazza this weekend. Tonight, Show, right? Uh, no, tomorrow. 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 Yeah, tomorrow we, we, I was supposed to work uh, Showtime Championship Boxing tomorrow. He got demoted to a show box because I had Russell pulled out, so I don't have to work. We'll watch uh, Frank Galaza. Wish him BK luck. BK Rocky. Um, and, uh, and that's it. I'm working the next two weeks after that. Uh, no, no, not 21st. I'm working on 28th uh, in Quebec City, the Gail Boutain. I'm going to work in the 5th. Uh, Danny Boutte. Jacobs and, Qu- and uh, Peter Quillen. Next week, uh, Cotto Canelo. Uh, That's I'm, I'm excited fight. about that fight as well. We'll talk about that more next week. Also, the Takashi Miura and Francisco Vargas on the undercard. And I have a special interest say, in that one. Did now you that just that say Costa Zoos? No, Takashi Miura. I met him oh. in Japan. You know, I'm, uh, I got to hang out with him in Japan and stuff like that. A good, good fighter. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ronda Rousey's on the cover of Ring Magazine. I know it's been a big debate. Uh, Fuck no. Ronda Rousey. No, no. <laughs> she's I respect Ronda. Tomorrow. I respect Ronda. Yeah, my fighting. lawyer represents her. Steve, shout out to Steve Bash. Uh, shout out to Steve Bash. Why are you so angry? I don't like Ronda Rousey. Well, so, leave her alone. She's a fucking We share the same ball. lawyer. Anyway, regardless. Um, she would kick your ass. Yeah, okay. Listen, I'm, I'm neutral towards Ronda Rousey. I don't have anything against her. But listen, uh, she's uh, she's on the cover of Ring Magazine, and I know uh, a lot of the female fighters, uh, and to this degree, I rightfully so, I think uh, they were mad because they, they've never gotten a cover. No female boxer has ever gotten a cover on Ring Layla Magazine. Layla Ali! Ring Magazine. The it's, daughter uh, of Ali! Magazine and put Ronda Rousey on the was cover. Was never so I get on it. the cover of Ring I Magazine. It. I get it. How many times was she world champion? I get it. I totally get it. Layla could have fought... Uh, could have had bigger fights done, done a lot more for women's boxing. That's, only, my, only, that's my only gripe for Leila Ali. She was stop. in a position where she could have helped stop. women's boxing a lot, but she chose to fight no-hopers instead of fighting uh, people like Nan Wolf or whatnot. And, 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 and Ronda, putting could, women's and Ronda boxing could fight, Ronda could fight Cyborg. Mat. Yeah, Cyborg's on t- 100 vials of testosterone a week, not, bro. No, not, not in the last year. She's <laughs> been getting tested. So? Yeah. She's been getting tested. And I UFC just, just signed her. I don't, yeah. UFC right, just maybe signed they'll, her. Maybe they'll eventually fight. I just don't think it's fair if, if a girl's on steroids and make a fight Ronda. That's not, it's like Ronda fighting a man. It's not fair. Right, but she'll fight Floyd. She won't really fight Floyd. She, said, she won't but, really fight Floyd. Floyd and knock her out, Pete. That's just talk. Okay, Come listen on. to me. Listen to me. In the same In the UFC fight? No, you know, whatever fight, bro. It's a man. You get me? The same fucking morons that asked Sylvester Stallone when your next fight is. Yeah, say that Ronda Rousey would be Floyd. If you're that stupid, morons, bro. Yeah, you guys all. You guys all have to die. (laughs) You should all die. Find some way to put yourselves in in a room together and just gas it up and just take a nap and just die. Not gas, not gas, dude. Yeah, yeah. We Seth the Jewish. Come on, that's disrespectful. I didn't mean it, Seth. Honestly. I'm Honestly, here late at night I, for you guys. Seth, I didn't mean it. You know he opened the door when I'm they were let us upstairs. Don't uh, fucking. I'm not, a, I'm not an anti-Semite. Don't fucking. I'm, I didn't mean it that way. All right. So, just yeah. choose your words carefully. All right. So there's a, Jew, should, there's a Jewish mafia, you know. Okay. Now <laughs> so, we have a Jew in our, in our show, Seth. Yeah. You're in our show. We love the Jews. Right, Can we yeah. call him Seth the Jew? Seth the Jew? Can we call you Seth the Jew? Seth? You can Jew boy. Or is, that like, boy. or is that like is that like anti-Semitic too? Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, some people I'm, might be offended. You guys, we're, we're family. Now right, you guys yeah, call me right, you yeah. are. Right. No, no, but I'm like, saying your, your boys. Your Twitter name should be like Seth the Jew. It's like Seth the Wit. It's the Jew. But it's like, it's, but I mean, it should it's be like the, the Wit capitalized. capitalized. So it's like the man, you know, like uh, the Jew. 
Huh? Anyway, we lost track of what we're saying. We got we went off track and talked about Ronda Rousey, the juice. Ronda Rousey. We talk about killing all the more. <laughs> all right, all right. It's not that extreme. I mean, it's uh. extreme. I, I get. I totally. You know what? I totally get. I totally get the females that are, are boxers that are a bit uh, mad about it because, you no, know, rightfully so. There's been a lot of solid female fighters through the years that never got the recognition of a of a cover of Ring magazine. Like I always felt. The first female cover of Ring Magazine should be a boxer, at least. You know what I mean? And then you want to put Ronda on later on. Fine, but I, th- I feel like uh, a female yeah, should have a Ring Magazine. Female's gonna grace the first cover of Ring. First time a female grace the cover of Ring Magazine. I feel like it should be a, a female boxer. Right? And that, and that's right. not to it's say that I have anything against Ronda Rousey because I don't. I, I just do. feel like Ring Magazine <laughs> is a boxing magazine, and you know you have Cecilia Brockes now, who who's actually really cute and can fight. Cecilia Brockes is the number one pound for pound women's fighter in the world right Where now. She's but she gonna sell more magazines. She gonna sell more magazines than Ronda Rousey on the cover. I don't know because here's the thing. This is like they're extreme. In America, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey is very popular in the United States. Okay, it's business. Um, Cecilia right? Brockes is really popular in Europe though, so I don't know. Put I mean, on the cover in Europe. I, mean, I, I don't know. You know. Are you trying to educate us, like because you're the Jewish guy? And you're yes. Supposed to be smart. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is, a what I'm saying is, is, saying is almost, what, what, what I'm saying is, what's that? What's that? What I'm saying. Yeah, that's like the Jewish guy you know, coming <laughs> yeah. to America. Now. But anyway, so what I'm saying is, Where's what, all I'm saying is the the world go. The world goes round. It's not just the United States that goes round. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe Ronda's more popular in the United States, but I feel like She's there's a lot of women's fighters that have been more, very popular in other countries. Regina Hamlick used to get huge ratings in in, in Germany. Oh Cecilia yeah, Br- yeah, yeah. I remember Regina her. Hamlick. Shout out to shout out to uh, um, uh, which one of, which one of my friends fought uh, Regina Hamlick. Elena, Elena, Elena for Virginia. Oh, Elena yeah, Reed. Elena Reed. Yeah, shout out to Elena Reed. I knew one of my friends. Shout out to Kamachita. But from yeah. a but no, Elena Reed. She, Elena Reed even got robbed against Regina Hamlick. But you know, she actually the first time they fought twice, bro. Elena beat her the first time. So I know Regina. You know, as popular as she was, was it this invincible uh, fighter like like Ronda can be, or, or even like Layla was in her time? Although Layla, like I said, Layla could have fought uh, Ann Wolf. Regardless, uh, Cecilia Brock is, looks pretty good right now. I mean, and she's a good-looking girl. She can fight. I think that that would have been a perfect candidate Listen. for the first female cover for Ring Magazine. You know what I'm Christine saying? Christine Martin wasn't even a great, great fighter. She was tough. She great got the cover of Sports Illustrated, though. But she, she didn't get Ring the magazine. cover of Ring Magazine. She got the cover of Sports Illustrated, though. She topped Ring She magazine. was signed by Don King. She was a champion for years. <laughs> yep. Fun Never to watch. G- Huh? Yeah, she, she was you know exciting. What? But, but Christy got cover of Sports Illustrated. That to me, that tops Ring Magazine cover. No doubt, it does. But it just shows like the where they're going with it. Like magazines are dying. I you mean, know what? They're you're dying. putting you're putting a an MMA fighter on a boxing. Well, magazine. Listen, I don't they have, have I don't have anything against Ronda. Okay, this is about women's I, boxing. Uh, though for the record, I, I feel do like have there have been Ronda. there have been uh, a lot of female fighters that. That uh, that female boxers that should have got covers. Um, there's been a lot of good female boxers through the years that don't get, haven't gotten recognition. Uh, my friend Elena Reed being one of them. We just mentioned Camachita, uh, Camachita, Melissa Hernandez. Uh, uh, Melissa, I remember Melissa Salamone. Remember Melissa Salamone? Uh, yes. Ludo Val's sister. Yes, she, she was, was a very awesome. good boxer. Awesome. Uh, who's Camachita's girlfriend? Belinda, Belinda Laracuente. Laracuente, yeah. She was a good fighter. She was like a journeyman yeah. woman because but they, she, she because went they got to hometown, fed to everyone, but she could yeah. box her ass off. She could fight. Um, and of course now, even now, Cecilia Brockes, I hear some very good things about Cecilia Brockes. So, you know, I think there was a lot of candidates through the years that could have got a, a, a female cover for Ring Magazine. Our uh, friend Maureen <laughs> Shea is big into boxing. Yeah, as far Maureen as also had some crossover appeal having right, helped, uh, right. um, having helped, what's her name, for getting ready for Hillary Hillary Swank for Million Dollar Baby. You know? She, you know, she has a gym and, and yeah. she's for all. So you know. again, these are all the prime examples. Nothing against 
Ronda. It's just a matter of I think Ronda should have got the cover later on. And it's a, a, boxing one, a female boxer should have got the first female cover. <clears throat> and now we're going to get to the political reasons of why I think Ronda got the cover. Ronda has been talking lately about she wants to cover, uh, conquer boxing. I think it's just talk for me personally. I don't think Ronda really wants to box. But anything Ronda says about something like that will generate what? Headlines. Because Ronda talking about combat in general is a big headline. So Ronda talking about how she wants to be in boxing is going to generate headlines. Who owns Ring Magazine? Oscar De La Hoya, Golden Boy Promotions. You know, and, and, and Oscar is always, always very complimentary of Ronda. If anything, he's probably trying to play his hand at, if, at the fact that if Ronda does any kind of boxing at all, he wants to be the one that's involved and his company be the one that's involved. So how does he help himself? Getting Ronda a cover on Ring Magazine helps him a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, And you can't tell me that Oscar doesn't have some kind of say in the ring magazine and whatnot, uh, you know, because yeah, you're not supposed to, I think. But at the end of the day, he does own it, and I think uh, the natural human tendency will be to try to uh, mingle himself into it a little bit. And you know, I, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I, regardless, and you know, I was looking at the ratings of that of that same issue of uh, Ring Magazine, and I saw um, the Junior Welterweight ratings caught my eye that Lucas Matisse was ranked ahead of Adrian Broner, despite Lucas Matisse just having been knocked out by uh, by Victor Postel and Adrian Broner just having won a, a WBA light, super lightweight title. Uh, I saw the super lightweight rankings, and I saw Lucas Matisse was ranked ahead of Adrian Broner. This is the same magazine that had Broner in the pound for pound list a few years ago. Like when I didn't think he should have been on the pound for pound list, but right. right. But I do think Adrian Broner should be ranked higher at, at super lightweight than than uh, Lucas Matisse. Well, I do you're think saying. That. Well, you're saying. So that I do a couple think years ago, Lucas is with Golden Boy. What I'm saying. Well, uh, a couple of years ago, when Golden Boy and Al Heyman worked yes. together, yeah, they had Adrian they, they on, had the pound on the pound, pound list. Now that they're not working together, yeah. Well, now they're not working together, and. Adrian can't even get himself ahead of a guy who just got knocked out on your <laughs> rankings. No, Wait, are you guys saying there's just politics? And so boxing? it's just uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of politics in the life in general as we've covered through this whole show. What I'm saying is, I going back to the point I'm making is Ronda being on the cover goes back to that same politics. I think Oscar's playing his hand that if there's any truth to Ronda wanting to be in boxing, and for me there's no truth to it. For me, she's just trying to generate headlines by talking, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if there's any truth to Ronda trying to be in boxing. Oscar wants to play his hand at that. And what's his best way to get in her good side? Put her on the cover of your magazine, your own ring magazine. And that's my two cents on that situation. Can go, I? Uh, go ahead, you, Pete. You, Give you me two have, cents. You have nothing against Ronda Rousey, but I guarantee you, you don't know this story. And I guarantee you, because I know you very well. Here's the thing. Well, I, okay, go ahead. Oh, you are very against double standards, correct? Yeah, yeah of course. Okay. Recently, I heard... In Ronda Rousey's book, which I will never read because I don't give a fuck and I don't read, but... What'd you hear, then? You can read, She, um, her ex-boyfriend took, uh, pictures of her nude or... or Oh, that's a story. It's been out in the, yeah. Okay. Domestic violence. Right. So now, she found out that he took these pictures, which I don't know, I I don't know what kind of relationship you have. Oh, she's sleeping? Yeah. pictures? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what kind of relationship you have that you're that mad that he took pictures of you. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't, whatever, whatever, fine. Alyssa could take pictures of me naked. Yeah, it's not like he was being a scumbag <laughs> about yeah, it, though. I don't, yeah, he's not trying to sell them to me. No, it's whatever. Yeah. All right, say you didn't like it, it's fine. What she did, instead of saying, why'd you take those pictures, you know, delete them, she threw a straight right hand at him, a left hook. Or two left hooks is according to what she said. Mm-hmm. Grabbed him by his hoodie, mm-hmm. bent him down, and kneed him in the face. 
So she caught him taking the pictures. Damn. Now, um, you're not telling the whole story, bro. What? Uh, tell me what I'm missing. Like he was, he was being a dick about it. It was about it sounded what? From, about the pictures. Like he was gonna do something, and he just he was he was okay. But he, how 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 she handled the situation? If that was a guy toward of a woman, of course. Because Floyd did nine months for supposedly slapping his, one of his... What? Three months, no? During the summer? 90, 90 days, days 90 sorry. days. 90 days for slapping a woman. This girl just beat the fuck out of her boyfriend. And Did, did, he, did he report it? No, because, yeah, uh, because he's a man. I mean, that's pretty embarrassing. But are we supposed to praise this woman as a role model? She seems to be a little bit short-tempered. A little bit too fiery for me. Am I wrong? No, I mean, because I, I this is her words. Yeah, it's yeah, not like not. I, I gotta say, I can't. Agree, I can't agree with that either. I, I, I gotta be. One thing I, I what would I'm happen if he just went and punched her in the face, knocked her fucking teeth out, and then she has bruises on her face? Now she's in an abusive relationship. Oh, what about what you just did to start that? Yeah. Is he allowed to defend himself? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, of course right? Not. Of course not. Yeah. If you if you think you're in danger, like she could kill a guy. I mean, yeah, he could defend himself. Uh, not in this to. fucking country. Yeah, who's gonna yeah. be, who's gonna believe? Who's that gonna believe that? Him? With this particular uh, person, you, people would believe it. Yeah, the not the, not the average not an average woman. I don't no. think the cops will believe it. I, I don't. Cops, I don't. Cops showed up there. Just look at his guy. just look at his face. They'll mm, <laughs> beat up. All right, you brought the show down, Pika Joe. No, but that's what I'm saying. This is what right, you're just trying to you're trying to drag her through the mud and just ruin her whole rap. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, because everybody praises her. her. Right. That's the point. She ain't you're, perfect. You know, she just, she's far from fucking right. perfect. Who is? And she's far from the greatest fucking thing since sliced bread. Like she's calling out Mayweather, saying that he's uh, he's okay. Blah, blah. That's all for show. Come but on. it's all for show. But she wants that that attention. She's she, making money. Yeah, she's making money. Good for her. Yeah, that's what it's all about. I think Gina, Carano, Gina Carano made money and went into movies and didn't fucking bash everybody. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, if the if the public is stupid enough to buy into it, then more power to her. You know what I mean? She understands the stupidity of the public. If anybody is that stupid to think Ronda Rousey could actually beat up Floyd Mayweather, then Ronda, all more power to Ronda for understanding the stupidity of, of the general public and and playing on that because honestly I hear something like that and I it makes me laugh you know what I mean like it, it's it's comedic to me but the fact that there's enough people out there that believe it hey man you can play on that and you know what you're gonna take every advantage because in life you gotta take every advantage to get get yourself ahead right so uh, I can't totally knock her I, I gotta knock the public for being that stupid you know what I'm saying like how how stupid can you be if you really think she's gonna beat up Floyd Mayweather Thank you know you. what I'm saying but. <clears throat> Having said that, on that note, I think uh, that's, we're going to shut the show down. No, no, you still got to go, Pete. All right, go ahead. On to, I gotta, I gotta on go to home, more. Man. I got to go home. No, man. you're not going. <laughs> it's a Friday night. We're now fucking pot It's Friday it night. It's Friday night, motherfuckers. Now you just can't um, leave. Yeah. Exactly, Seth. <laughs> yeah, the thanks. door's closed. Now you can't leave. The lights on. Um, one of our fans was saying we should talk about top five fighters in history, I, I for me that's that's hard to do. It's it, history, yeah. Well, it's hard for me to 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 put five fighters because for me, like the third, fourth, and fifth slot is so like open to so many people that I can't actually say. But that when I told the fan that uh, one of the list, well, he's our, one of our very loyal listeners. Um, he he then said. 
you know, because on Brooklyn to the World, we talk about everything, right? We should do, pal. We, we talk about fucking everything. You want to categorize us as sports? No. We we talk about it all. We talk about politics. Yeah, that own category. Boom. Thanks, Nick. At Nick Lupo. <laughs> 24. Uh, but yeah, 24. Paulie's blowing his nose. But um, <laughs> when I said to the... Want me to, to burp like you? Same <laughs> shit. What's the difference? Go ahead. Um... It's hard to it's hard to put together all time great list five people for me, isn't it hard for you too? Yeah, like nah, when you get I can't, to, I can't do that. Right. So uh, I think he understood that, and he said, "Okay, what about top five right now, pound for pound?" I think we could do that. Yeah, I I did it the other day um, with some of the guys that uh, I was working with at the show in, in Austin. Um, I I think I had Andre Ward number one. Uh, Andre Ward, no, who's my number two? Gamma Rigondeaux? Yeah, Rigondeaux was number two, yep. Rigondeaux was my number two. Klitschko was my number three. Mm, wow. Okay. Chocolatito was my number four. What? I think. What? No, no maybe five. Maybe <laughs> what? Maybe. Pete, Pete's not a fan of him no. yet. No. <laughs> four or five. I don't he know. was abusing Sugar Boy for fucking <laughs> praising the guy. Now you're putting him on the top five? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a good fighter, bro. He just, you know. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give me somebody you're gonna put ahead of him. You know no, no, I know, I know. But you know, you gotta, when you're watching him, you were like, hey, "He's not pound for pound." Yeah, yeah. He's not number one pound for pound. There's a difference between pound for pound and pound for pound number one, buddy. You know, All right, there's so still another nine slots you gotta give up. Sure, sure, sure. No, we're talking about five. Yeah. <clears throat> so, I think I had. So you have Chocolatito four, four, four or five. I don't know. So you have him ahead of Triple G Kovalov. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. That's listen. That that makes sense. I don't know who I had as, as I had. I don't remember. I, I think I wrote all this down. Oh, Crawford. Crawford was four, and Crawford uh-huh. was five. That's uh-huh. what I, and Crawford See, four. That's a fucking pound for pound list. Yeah. Okay. Crawford was Crawford four. Crawford definitely belongs up there. All right. Andre Ward. Go ahead. Guillermo Rigondeau. Yep. Vladimir Klitschko. So you got my top three. Is your top three? Well, I'm saying yeah. what you just said. Crawford it, and Chocolatito. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, actually. that's my top five. Yeah, because you would think about it, but. How could you say no to that? It, this is this is facts. Uh, Andre Ward is the best fighter, give or take. What, what you could go one and two with. Bro, Andre is great. You could bro. go one the and two. Super six. He has a win over Edwin Rodriguez. Like, bro, Andre beat like every super middleweight. But in all fairness, some people. We'll have Ringendal. Right. We'll have Ringendal first. Yeah, Ringendal is the most unappreciated fighter. Ringendal might be the most unappreciated fighter in the last fifty years. Right. You know. Crazy. That's a great top five. What do you think, Seth? Uh, Kovalev. Kovalev, and Kovalev is not not in the five though. Could be. You can make an argument. He could you be. Make an argument. I, 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 Who's he better than? That's tough. I mean, it's tough. I mean, I agree with you guys. Award is the best. That's to me. And then after that, it gets you know. Rigandau is phenomenal. You want and a Klitschko, world title? Uh, Klitschko fights. is great, but it's like. The competition is just not there. It's not as fault. I know. Though. I know it's not as you know. Fault, that's but a, that's like Roy Jones. Roy Jones to me is in my top five of all time. You guys are way closer to boxing than I am. So I'm, uh-huh. I look at it as from a fan who grew up watching boxing. I'm not as close to it as you guys are. So as a fan, Klitschko to me plays it safe, and he and, yeah. and he's effectiveness more, and he's little, though. Victory. Effective, yeah, he wins. No, I know. Half a pound list has nothing to do with excitement. It's about it's I, a matter of how, I, how you I guess who you can beat, how, how effective you are. Um, and to me, and what about is very what about Canelo? No. Can, He's a great for, me, for me, Canelo wouldn't be Lara. So right, yeah. You know, Good and he point. already lost to Floyd. So I think he beats Cotto, yeah. but he's not a 
pound for pound. People uh, still have Manny listed on these lists. Yeah. You know? Oh, please. Yeah. You know, oh. he's not making my pound for pound. And, you know, I was, I was, looking, at the, <laughs> I was looking at the top ten. You know, Retired, we, active, dead. Uh, <laughs> I, don't give, I don't give a fuck what he does. He's not making well, my Walter pound. Walter Wade is the best division in boxing right now, is yeah. it not? Yeah. I mean, it's up there, yeah. So sure. What do you think about some of the Walter Waits, though? Who do you think are the best Walter Waits? Because there's a bunch of undefeated guys. Kel Brook. Kel Brooks, I think, is the best welterweight. Right Kel, now. you call him Kel Brooks. We're gonna call him Kel Brook. All right, Kel <laughs> but, Brook, bro, same shit. Um, and Porter <laughs> and Thurman. I mean, these guys are yeah. Thurman. Yeah, Porter. No, I know that's a good fight, though. Thurman it is Porter. a good Thurman fight. and Porter stylistically. Is. Is a I'm fight. predicting. I'm gonna go I'm, because I'm a locksmith. This is Brooklyn to the world. <laughs> I fucking give out locks. That's what I do. I'm gonna predict. Thurman stops Porter late. You think so? Yes. You know why? Porter's hard to stop. Porter's tough, huh? bro. Porter's I know, tough. I know. And AB landed that beautiful, nice hook and fucking dropped him. What do you think Thurman's going to do when he lands an uppercut and catches him coming in one of those times? You watch. You watch. He stops him. I'm telling you. A big thing, though. That's with, with that said, December 12th, too. Yeah. Well, with that said, a big thing has to be um, situated before the fight is made and everything. Will there be random testimonies? Come on, I know you're too well. I know, Henry. Yeah, you got a little out of line yourself. You were waiting to say that. Like, I don't I know what to say. Anything. I, was, I, I was said it. it. I said it. Uh, we were watching the the fights uh, Saturday. Yeah, with Sharif and and uh, it, Paulie's working with Sharif. The problem is until again. they until they signed. They don't start drug testing. Exactly. So who do you think is happening right no, now? No, but even still, no, no, no. Even still, listen. It's in your system now, too, no? No. For, no, no, no. Well, they point? know how to fucking gauge no. that Flush shit. Flush it and all that. Yeah, yeah. they know what oh, the fuck they do. Flush it itself. Most of that garbage. Yeah. Victor Conti, that fucking scumbag who he <laughs> makes like he's uh, cleaning up the sport. Yeah, I know. How many How many <laughs> of you guys failed already? The fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 he's making like he's cleaning up the... Yeah, no, I'm telling you, I, I could do this legit. Yeah, I know. Andre Berto failed. <laughs> this one failed. <laughs> <laughs> what about Nonito Donaire just left him? Yeah. You think he was trying to like tell Nonito like, listen, take this, and he's like, Nah, dude, I'm, I'm just not with that. You know, like, <laughs> I don't know, pretty wild. Though. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, if if there's random <laughs> testing yeah. in that fight, yeah, at least controls some of what I I feel Thurman stops him. Yeah, it's a good fight. It's a very good fight. It's, it's good. exciting for TV. It's I like nice. to see all those guys fight each other. It's just a great division right now. It's hot. Um, it's crazy, but Rogando, I remember Rogando, first time I saw him in 2000 Olympics, I watched this guy, and I'm like, wow. I was like, this guy's got to defect. Somebody's got to get this guy out of Cuba. Yep. So somebody's got to get this guy out of here. Like, this guy's the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. And it's so funny, I thought the same thing about Lomachenko when I saw him the first time. Like, before anybody saw I'm like, bro, I'm seeing somebody that nobody knows yet. I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, only people who look into the amateur. I'm like, this guy's unbelievable. It was the first time I saw Lomachenko was the first, uh, the first Olympic Games I saw him in. I think it was 08. <laughs> And you know what's funny? That and the I, other I, night, the and other I've night. seen some great fighters in the Olympics, but those are the two that stood out to me. And it's it's funny. Like, I the guess, other uh, night, my, Sharif, my eyes didn't betray me. The man. other night, they Sharif and Sugar were like, Lomachenko, oh, he's fighting a bum. He's fighting a bum. I said, Are you guys serious? Like, you know, this is his sixth pro fight. Like, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, he's got a world title. So, wait, but what did he do to what, get it? I know. I, I mean, know. come on. I know, but once once you have a world title, you can't. Uh, the you can't lower the, for me you can't lower the level of opposition no matter what number fight it is because now you've got a world title you got a responsibility as a world champion uh, then don't go win the world title because part of the responsibility of winning a world title is defending against defending it against tough guys you know so 
So if you can't say a guy's a world champion after six fights, but then say, oh, you know what? He's only got six fights. He can't fight this guy or that guy. Nobody has. <laughs> it's not like he took an easy road to get to the oh, title. I agree. Of course. No, no, he's the guy fucking, the guy fought Orlando Salido is second. Wouldn't make weight, yeah. <laughs> Come on. I mean. Uh, Gary Russell to win Gary the title. Gary Russell huh? to win the title? This is a fucking mm-hmm. joke. Yeah, yeah. How does anybody criticize this guy? And what? Because he it, it took him ten rounds to stop the guy? Yeah. No, I, 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 I listen. I have the no, guy's no a fucking with, monster. I have no problem with Lomachenko's fight last week. Does does Rigondeaux beat him? I think Lomachenko's too big for Rigondeaux. That's a problem. You Lomach- think so? Lomachenko's first Olympics was at featherweight. Then he fought the second Olympics at 132 pounds. He he does not make featherweight very easily, bro. That's a big kid. That's a big featherweight, bro. He he was fighting at featherweight in the Olympics back in 2008. The only reason he's fighting at featherweight now is because he gets the day before weighing. Because uh, he was already won the second gold medal at the Olympics at super lightweight or at super featherweight already. So, so if so they fight, if they fight, that's I mean, why Rigondeaux gain a lot of weight to, overnight. That's it's why Rigondeaux was be too big for Rigondeaux. Because for me, Rigondeaux is actually a better fighter. For me, my uh, just opinion here, because I don't think there's a wrong answer in, pred- in predicting the winner of those two guys. But for me, Rigondeaux beats him. But but uh, it's better better fighter. But I don't know if he beats him because I just think Lomachenko might be a bit too big for Rigondeaux. You know. So, so is, is that is that why, in your opinion, I guess that's why Rigondeaux's camp was saying we'll fight Lomachenko, but at this yeah, point. a little bit of a catchweight, but I don't think Lomachenko can make that catchweight. Right, honestly, he was already right. fighting Clearly, so yeah. long ago. Yeah, and I, that's because people say it's only two pounds. But I'm telling you, when you can't make a, you can barely make a weight losing an extra one or two pounds is borderline impossible. You know, and you know what? I don't want to sound like the the fucking dumb fans, but listen, Rigondeaux is in a position where <laughs> he. He's like not blackballed, but sidelined. Yeah. You know what? Go up. Go up and fight the guy at his weight. I know. It's, you it's have tough. to. I know. Just, you have to. Well, yeah. Andre Ward can't get Triple G. He wiped <laughs> out the whole the, division. I'm actually gonna say something about that. Andre one Ward of my, is going up to yeah, fight Kovalev. It's funny because you one know? of my one of my Twitter guys actually said that all the double standard with uh, Ward and, uh, and and Golovkin. I'm like, what double standard, you schmuck? Ward is actually doing what Golovkin won't. He's gonna fight at light heavyweight, and then at the end, he's gonna fight Kovalev. It's part of the contract deal he just signed. He's doing what Golovkin the won't do. The most dangerous. And again, and again, this isn't me being against Golovkin. This is me right. just calling it like it is, bro. Right. I mean, the guy is doing what Golovkin wouldn't do. You know what I mean? So he yeah. said, "All right, you know what? Golovkin, I can't get Golovkin to come up and wait to fight me. So right. I'm just gonna go up and wait, and I'm gonna fight Kovalev. You know what I yeah. mean? So Ricky, my bob is so like, how are you? How, you how, how, on am, I gonna, how am I gonna? How am I gonna? I'm gonna criticize Ward when he's doing. I'm gonna criticize Ward when he's doing what Golovkin won't. That's it. Right. Day, at, at day's end, that's it. Especially when Golovkin is already on record as having wanted to fight Frock or having wanted to fight Chavez Jr. Right. So you, you're actually gonna pick and choose your spots to move up and wait, which to me is even worse. Now you just showed your cards. You showed your hands. Max Kellerman showed your hands. He's willing to fight anybody at whatever weight class. I mean, he's little. No, no, no. He's little out of mind himself now. That's right. He's like, he's like, he's like Jimmy <laughs> Conway. Yeah. He's like, he's, he, it's what he told um, uh, Billy Bats. You know, he's Jimmy Conway talking to Billy Bats. A little out of line himself. A little out of line yourself. A little out of line himself now because he showed his cards. And he said that uh, that you know it's uh, drinks are on the house. Yeah, drinks are on. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to drink with me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 Billy. I love Billy. Oh, drinks are on the house. <laughs> it's anyway. my friend Henry. It's his drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, keep me here, Henry. Keep me here. Keep him here. He bought his button. That fake old tough guy. Keep him here. The day came out was the day I was born. 
June 11th, 1970. Wow. Oh, when they played the song. They showed oh. the date on the screen. Yeah. Right? Wow. The yeah. You're June 11th? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Billy Bats leaves this world and you come in, huh? Tommy Brock. Look what a replacement, huh? You replaced Billy Bats' spot on earth, huh? That's Tommy Brunton's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Shout out Tommy no B. More. I don't know if you guys heard. Yeah, yeah. 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 No he here with us. We were away a long time. We didn't Welcome to the world. What? Yeah, Brooklyn to the world. I think it's on. That's it. Next week we'll be back with a big thirtieth episode. It's gonna be tough to top this episode. This is a nice uh, extended version of episode. No, we yeah, kept I, Seth I here late. To go in part the of the reason is because they didn't let us into the building yet at first. Man. The sun is down here in New York. It's Friday night. Just We're not going to party because I'm expecting a call, and hopefully I am on the December 12th card Speak in London. Speak for yourself, motherfucker. Hopefully, if I'm on, the, if I'm on the, set, the December 12th card in London, hopefully uh, some of my Twitter fans are right about the, their predictions or the, what they're hearing. Come out and support the show. Come on, support the crowd. I'd love to see you all. I'd love to meet you all. Uh, see us next week. Hopefully next week I have an answer as to, uh, as to whether I'm on the show or not. For now, sundown on Friday night. We're going to head back. See you next week. Brooklyn Boom. to the world. We out. Boom. <laughs>